Yeah, put it on vibrate. <laughs> it's my favorite setting. <laughs> I should probably phones too. Ugh, I can't do it with my other hand. Hold yeah, on. that's my problem too, man. Happens to lots of guys. There we go. Got a lotion. Got a lotion. Got to work even, man. Lotion for the motion. So we always learned in dance classes. You got to work both sides. <laughs> that kind of works for wrestling too. It does. Like you can't just learn everything to the one way. I mean, if you're going to work in what Mexico or just like a lefty. Yeah. Got to get used to it. Well, it's so funny too that like yeah. wrestling, like we learn everything on one side on the ah. left side. Everywhere in the world, it's the same way. Yeah, except for Mexico. Yeah, and Lucha, like it's, it's and like Porque. Yeah, it's I. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm sure there is a reason behind it. I wonder if it's like makes it fat, like faster, or like a faster way of doing things. I like to pretend it's like you know when you learn something in a mirror and then you end up doing it the, the opposite way. I, I like to pretend it's like them watching Hack and Schmidt. Back in the day, and he was doing everything right, so they're just mirroring him, and that ended up on the left. Oh yeah, oh he's doing it that way. No, like like I don't know when you were a kid. Uh, remember the 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 night at the Roxbury guys? Oh yeah, the, yeah they they go to the left, but everybody did it to the right because they're just mirroring what they saw on TV. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, it's true. Dang. So how are you? Oh, I'm okay, man. You know, <laughs> I guess that's almost. We'll start it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just start talking. No, dude, I'm okay. Things are really exciting right now, especially for, you know, freelance and, and wrestling. It's a really interesting time to be involved. It's so it's uh, exciting every day. Except no. for the days that it's not, in which case I go to sleep. But just <laughs> only those days you go to sleep? Yeah, no other days. Just, <laughs> just stay awake for Gotta be up all night, man. Club don't close if I don't leave. This is true. You're a big club guy. I am a big club guy. You know, uh, friggin' covid kind of turned that down a little bit but yeah i'm always looking for those secret parties and i always wonder if i should tell people where to find them because then they'll show up and then i can't get in because you know i'm on the vip list but not but i don't always hear about it in time to get on when so yeah when did you like start like going to clubs or like well i guess probably around 21 but yeah like, i was such a good little boy i never tried to sneak in you know I, <laughs> but like what you you're like big into house music yeah, house and music like industrial music you mm -hmm. know if it can thump you got four on the floor i'm gonna be there all night baby do you remember like when like you first like discovered it or yes. was like exposed to you when i was a kid there used to be i don't know if you remember this used to be a a radio station 92 7 and 5 and they did all dance music all night really yeah there was used to be the B the the B ninety six club mix with DJ Heather. I don't know if it was DJ Heather. <laughs> she's around now and she's awesome. But either way, go see her. I don't know Chicago House Music Festival. DJ Heather, fuck yeah. Uh, but uh, they would do these awesome. Oh, you know who it was? It was DJ Spin. Oh, God, that was his name. And I would listen to these club mixes until like four in the morning, and it just turned out that was like a really awesome time for house music. You know, as as hip hop became popular, so did like Euro pop and it just became really awesome. That was like 93, 94, 95. And then, of course, the minute I could start going to the clubs at 21, I started going. I think I blew out my hearing going to Neo, that goth club. Oh, boy. Yeah, dude. I was there like twice a week for years. And now, I, now my ears ring. We're your earplugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Like, yeah, um, like for me, like I like yeah. I love all like all music and, and and different types of music weird music 
I never really got into like house music and stuff like that, but well, it's not like it's not something that I dislike. No, yeah, I mean you're from Chicago, so you're you're always like vaguely aware of it. Like, it's do you a, like disco? I I actually I do. Yeah, house comes out of disco, you know. So uh, that's how that started. Apparent the the rumor is that some of the original house music tracks were just people spinning old disco stuff at like some brunch in a warehouse in London. And then we did it way better because we're awesome. Interesting. Chicago's better than London. So Chicago. I'm throwing it down. Chicago kind of originated the house music. We, we are one of the originators. I'm not going to say the originator because I don't want to get, you know, emails about this. Um, yeah, but yeah. They don't got my email. They don't got mine either. But, you know, we did we did advertise your Twitter handles. So stay off, stay off my shit. But <laughs> yeah, dude, they were, they were just awesome, man. I love that old stuff. Friggin friggin tainted love comes out of that kind of thing. It's a cover I, of an old song. I love that song. Se- Soft Cell. Mm hmm. And there are other songs, Sex Dwarf. I don't know if I know any other soft cell songs other than Tainted Love. I only know Sex Dwarf because its name is Sex Dwarf. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's something that really sticks in your head. Yeah. Um, You know what's making me horny? Willow. That's that shit for me, baby. Val Kilmer. That's that's how that's how that song happens. I'm sure. (laughs) Dude, we were talking about Willow at work this whole week. Willow's dope. I've never seen it. What? It is my boss's favorite movie. Well, There's a new one, one is, happening is what I understand. So, uh, Like yeah. a sequel or a remake? I think it's a sequel. Interesting. I don't think Valley Kilms is going to be doing that, but like, it's a good-ass movie, dude. Quality adventure, sword and sorcery deal. Hell yeah. Nice. I uh, Yeah, I, it's been recommended to me for a while, and uh, I even had, I had an ex-girlfriend that her family... Her family nickname was Willow because she look, I guess, looked like the girl from the movie. Cute, and so I've I've always heard about it. Willow. I've, I've never, I've just never, it's never come across me. Uh, I guess to be able to watch it, but I guess it's on Disney Plus. Yes. So I, I, should I know make a point you have to, that. I yeah, I do. I definitely do. Yeah. It's funny because we have Disney Plus. Yes. And I use it to obviously watch many things. But the one thing that I use it the most for, and I use it every single night, is we watch The Simpsons every single yep. night before we go to bed. I mean, you're not spoiled for choice or anything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love Simpsons. Oh, dude, they're great. I've been watching those old goofy cartoons from like the 50s and 60s, and they're uh, they're great. They still, you know, some of them are a little problematic, but are, a lot of the it, jokes are real good. Are those the ones where it's like... Uh, how to play baseball, how to camp. Yeah. They're great. They those have, are so... They're so funny, too, because he's just like... He's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's goofy. Yeah. He's fucking goofy. Right, Mickey? That's the divorce? Yeah. We uh we started watching... or I, I should say I started watching. I put Ooh. on Fantasia the other night. And Nicole, not a big fan of like musicals or like just, I it's guess. It's like a ballet, I it, would say. It's it's so, but it's like, it's it's visually beautiful yes. as well. It is a visual ballet. Yes, well, I guess indeed. that's what a ballet would be. I guess you're watching it, right? Yeah, there aren't, the, those good old radio ballets don't do as well as they used to, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I was like, man, I was blown away by like how good some of that animation still looks. Oh yeah. Like, even though it's. You know how, however, long uh, it came eighty out. years old, I think. Yeah, maybe long, maybe more. That drawn animation, like it still holds up. Oh man, you should see those. Have you ever seen the documentaries about them making those things? It was just the thousands of cells and the and how they move things across the space. They uh, they, it was not just a labor of love; it was brutality. I yeah, I could not imagine. I've seen, uh, the part part of a documentary where they yeah. talked about the making of Nightmare. Uh, not Nightmare. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, 
and uh, the stop motion aspect of it. Oh yeah, and it's just insane how I, tedious that is. It's so crazy because I can never imagine. It's so weird that they then did Corpse Bride because I can't imagine going through that process and being like, "That was awesome. Let's do it again." God, they probably started it right after they finished the first one. Everyone uh, ends up with crooked fingers. Just hunched over. His gnarled hands. That said, how effing good is Coraline? Uh, I've never seen it. Ah, geez. I know. That's, and that is Isn't this of... a culture podcast? <laughs> I mean, come on. What culture? I don't have any culture. <laughs> yeah, no, you got culture. It's called Bacteria. Yeah, pretty much. Hey. Uh, that, that is one of Nicole's favorite movies. And... Bacteria? Yes, Bacteria. <laughs> uh, Coraline. And yeah. We've, we've talked about watching it, and it's... It, there's so many movies. I'm sure you guys are the same too, where you're like, we got to watch this. We got to watch this. We got to watch this. It's more me. She didn't grow up with like a bunch of st- my, my partner didn't grow up with a bunch of stuff. So like the things they, I, I always end up watching her. Or, or, let me try that again. The things I always end up happening is she's like, you don't know this song, this like niche hip hop song from 1996. And I'll be like, no, you don't know star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's always so funny though, to like, to not just like with a partner but with just like friends and stuff yeah to kind of like expose each other to things that like each other didn't oh know i love about. exposing myself to my friends it's great <laughs> i gotta set myself up for that you kind of did whoa that's look at that fun. one <laughs> no but like and that's a big way of how you make your friends i mean i don't I, I i made one of my best friends in college shout out jake penzel uh shout out jake yeah shout out jake because i made a clerks the animated series joke in a class and he was like ah you're one of mine. I know this. I kn- I didn't watch Clerks the Animated Series because they screwed up the orders and it was hard to catch. And I had to buy a bootleg DVD at an anime convention in 2006. I I've watched so many. I think Olsen. Olsen's a big animated series guy. Yeah. Uh, he, I just I didn't think it was that funny. It's cool. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. I've I know I've been told that a lot. It, and it maybe I need to to give another chance i mean it may be the time if I you're wasn't expecting ready for it, it to be like clerks then you're wrong you got to expect it to be like those characters and them taking advantage of the animated form yeah but the my my favorite thing from that show is probably like i i would assume is probably one of the most identifiable lines from there and that is the nothing can kill the grimace oh yeah uh, and that killed me so much and, and also like one of my favorite but not the band. grimace not the, not the game. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite bands, Mixtapes, has a song that is just titled Nothing Can Kill the Grimace. And I <laughs> can only assume that it is in reference to that as well. My favorite moment is probably Coach Dante. There's a uh, Coach Dante. This bottle has a letter in it. Well, then throw it out. Fantastic. <laughs> Maybe I'll check that out, too. I'll, I'll add it's that only to my six list. episodes. You can get through it in a night. Really? It's only that many? Yeah, dude. They, they never made more of them. They screwed up the release. They released the third episode first. When they put it on, I don't even remember what channel it was, but yeah, they released the third episode first and then the second episode and then the fourth one and then the first one and they just screwed everything up. They gave it a terrible time slot. I think they just wanted it to fail. They were like the guy who doesn't talk in those movies about his dick. No, I don't want to see that. Jesus. Yeah. I feel like if they tried to redo it now, it would be a huge hit. If Adult Swim had been around when that came out, I think it would have been picked up pretty quickly. Yeah. No, that's probably a very accurate but I'm not in charge of what goes down at Adult Swim or they would have saved way more of the shows that I wanted. Yeah, like Assy McGee. Oh, God. Who did the voice on that? Is that Dietrich Bader? Because, like, man. No idea. I just remember, like, the, watching. The streets are running red. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember watching TV and that shit came on and I was like, 
Okay, I'm all for like dumbass cartoons eh, and shit. There we go. There we go. Eh. But I was like, this is literally a show about an ass that's a cop. <laughs> I just want to hear the pitch meeting for that, man. It's just like, all right, all right, all right, all right. So he's a detective, okay, who is a butt. Or like, what do you mean he's a butt? Like he's a guy bent over? No, 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 no. He is a butt. No top. Just socks and feet going the other direction because the butt's the front. <laughs> <laughs> I had a pitch for a an Adult Swim show that I was like, maybe I'm the only person that would think this is funny. That never stopped anyone else from making stuff. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, the idea of the show would be like, uh, did you ever watch that um, Mike Tyson like mystery? Mike Tyson mysteries is the shit. It's so good. So it would be kind of the same concept, but it's a a team, and the team is a collection of evil world leaders, okay, like Trump, uh, fucking Kim Jong, and then like just like random other ones yeah. that are like I don't know, Gaddafi, just like all these people that are like terrible like world leaders, yeah. but they're like secretly in this group where they're like saving the world and like doing real good things but they have to like maintain their their image I of them see being that. Yeah, bad. Yeah. Uh and I was like I don't know why I think that would just be really funny. Have you seen the Pentaveret? No, what yeah. is that? Pentaveret is a new show on Netflix that Mike Myers is like multiple parts in that and it's about a secret organization of dudes that control the world from beneath it. And it's similar. There's also another one, Inside Job, also on Netflix, the animated series that every conspiracy theory you've ever heard is true, and this is the department that manages it. What? How am I just hearing about these shows Because right now? your friends are bad, and they don't I tell don't, you things. I also don't watch Netflix very Sorry often. you got shitty friends who don't tell you about things you like. I, damn it, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, Castro. Too busy streaming your video games to watch movies and report on them to your friends. Castro, we were just talking about this on the last uh, last episode. Uh, we were we were talking about how he had. There's so many movies that he hasn't seen. Yeah, and it was it got to the point where eventually we pulled up a list of like the hundred greatest movies of all time. I'm guessing he's seen four of them. He's seen a couple of them, but like we we didn't get that far into the list. We probably got through like thirty movies, and we were all like, okay, let's all say which one of these we've seen or not. And like, quite honestly, a lot of these like big movies throughout history and stuff like i've i've either i've yes either seen them or like i knew what they were about but i've never actually seen the movie um so like, it was kind i know of it's great and i've seen it but like i can't imagine any of the kids are seeking out gone with the wind yeah like i've seen gone with the wind yeah it's long it's very long oh yeah it ran in theaters for you know decades it was the if you adjust for inflation it's the most popular movie ever made well i guess and like too like there wasn't many movies coming out around that time that's the other thing you know right now you know i'm looking at your office that's covered in some really good media and kids now oh god i'm gonna sound so old kids now they're spoiled for choice they got so many good things tv is awesome now and, and streaming you, stuff and like, like i'm an anime guy i love anime and now i'm i can't keep up with seasonal anime when i was a kid it's just like shit what can i steal from the sun coast that might be okay maybe because there were 20 animes that we could get a hold of and four of them were any good dude and you you bring up anime and i actually we usually do this towards the end of the episode Ooh, with the look at me with my segues but we'll dive right into this because I don't think we got many questions, which is fine because we could, we are both individuals that like to talk. We are inquisitive people. We can make our own questions like what's up with that? And oh, my God, isn't that infected? <laughs> this is. 
Oh, geez. Yeah, get that looked at, man. Get some cream. <laughs> uh, Sean Galloway, our good friend from the... From Galloway. The He's going to smack Gall- you for that. Oh, I said Galloway, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you said it like Gallagher. Gallagher. Yeah, like Sean you're shooting Gall- down the Irish in a little video game. Sean Galloway, uh, <laughs> one of the Academy <laughs> students, he, he asked... And this is probably this is more so a a question for you than oh, it yeah, is for yeah. me. What's up? Uh, top ten anime choices. Jeez, oh, ten so many. Ten is a lot. <laughs> Ten's a lot, but I can list some. Just of the t- list some of your some of the tops. Okay, first tops. off, One Piece rules. I I know it's been running forever, and I know there's a new movie that just came out. Looks cool. One One Piece Red. Um, but dude, One Piece is great. It doesn't run for twenty five years because it sucks. It's layered. It's beautiful. The characters are great. Action is awesome. One Piece is top titty. Fucking love me some One Piece. Uh, Isekai anime. I love that because, you know, who doesn't hate their life and want to get hit by a bus and go somewhere else? Everybody wants that. Hey, Hey, what up? Oh, man, my therapist is going to be so mad if she hears me say that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, dude, friggin' that time I got reincarnated as a slime is dope. Friggin' I'm a spider. So what is dope? Friggin' Kuma Kuma Bear is dope. I love these friggin' things. Kuma Kuma Bear is not as good as the other ones. That's fine. But yeah, that time I got reincarnated slime, top titty, friggin' reincarnation anime. Love that stuff. Uh, Death Parade, awesome. Super dark, super twisted, all sorts of shit. Great. Oh, God, what are some good ones? I mean, you've got your Dragon Balls up here. I yeah, mean- but I feel like like when I when I tell people, they're like, oh, do you like anime? And I'm like, well, I, lo- I love the Dragon Ball yeah. franchise. And outside of that, my my anime exposure is very limited. I mm-hmm. would say like Yu Yu Hakusho. I mean, it's just dope. Best um, dark tournament, best tournament, the best. Uh, One Piece, I do also yeah. love. Uh, I would say like the Miyazaki films. Yeah, with that kind of anime. I kind of put them as in, in a different category, though. You know, if I'm, think- it's like cleaner animation. Uh, if style. I'm thinking of of anime, I'm thinking of series. You know, I'm yeah. thinking of like Nichi Joe, which is a cute ordinary life one that's fucking dumb as hell and i love it right now dude friggin season three of uh kaguya-sama love is war is so much fun if you like if you don't like romance anime man is this really one to get you into the genre so <laughs> much freaking fun so fun but like man i'd have to sit down and come up with to- with top 10 top 10 i'd have to sit down but one piece is it's, it's one piece tier. man it's one piece it's kind of cool too, because we so we were at C two E two this past weekend. Oh, how was it, Jeff? Fun? I had a blast. It was great. Didn't uh, spent so much money. <laughs> oh yeah, did your partner dress up? I imagine she actually did not. What? Yes, she. So she her intentions were to uh, cosplay, but just life and like not having enough time to do shit. She didn't have. She's like, I'm not going to do it and half ass it and, and yeah, walk around fine. in some bullshit. She's like, I'll wait until the next one to like to have something prepared and actually. Nick, do, it. do you ever cosplay? I've never. I mean, other than like, no, I mean, like wrestling, like the freelance rumble. No, I mean, I didn't that. Rumble. But I've never done it before because I always felt, for one, like I guess the the true mark of a of a good cosplayer, I feel like, is you make your own costume. Right. Like it's, that's part of the the charm. That's part of the fun of right. the, of the entire experience. You don't have your OnlyFans isn't popular enough just to be buying costumes. No, no. no. And uh, I was just like, I'm not. I was like, I'm not creative enough, and I'm not handy enough to be able to create oh, something. Wow, dude, I don't like that negative self talk. But knew. but I love going to like the conventions and seeing other people's stuff and yeah. be like, that's so cool. And like like weird shit. Like I remember one year I went and I saw a guy. That was dressed up as the master from uh, Brave Little Toaster. Nice, and he had all of the like the the uh, appliances with him, and I was like, "This is incredible!" Because it's such like a a, a niche uh, thing to do. Um, I saw t- the 
just off the top of my head, uh, John Goodman's character from uh, Emperor's New Groove. Oh, Pacha. Pacha. Yeah. Like, it's him, and then somebody was dressed up like Urza. Uh, Yzma. Yzma, that's yeah. what it was. Uh, and just it's like it's so funny to see because those are not like I would say super recognizable yeah. to like most people, but if you know, you know. I also really like those mashup cosplays. We have like Hello Kitty, Boba Fett. Yes, I love that kind of stuff. Yes, there's <clears throat> there's a guy I follow who does uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z and Prince mashup, which Hell I'm like, yeah. are are you like me? Like what the fuck? Yeah, they but just came shit, into your office. His stuff looks so good, uh, and I like I'm like I want to meet him one day just to be like. Dude, you're awesome. All they need next is Gremlins with a Z. I don't know if you can hear the Z. Gremlins. We got a lot of them. You'd be said over there. I think my most popular cosplay of all time. I went as a Randy Marsh with the giant balls. Oh my god, dude! You have I, pictures of it. Oh, I do. I got stopped every like ten feet. <laughs> and um, I, the the best part was also my folly was I made the we made the balls too big. So I want to spread them. Yeah, I want to spread my legs, show you my balls. I want to spread them so I can do it. But it meant that like my legs aren't big enough <laughs> to be squatting like that all day. I was so sore. God. But uh, we had a giant joint. We had the big balls. Man, people wanted people wanted big balls Randy to be in their photo a lot. That's that's a good one. That is a really good one. That's the thing. A really good cosplay. A really good one. You run the risk of getting stopped every 12 feet. That uh, one of my coworkers, uh, Chris Wong, he did shout out Chris Wong. Shout out Chris Wong. He's the man. Uh, he did. I'm not familiar with the character, but I know it is from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, dude, JoJo's is insane. Uh, you could probably tell me then. It was like a a purple jacket, like a looked like a I don't know, like a captain's coat, like a like a yeah. Pirate. That's one of the that's one of the Jotaros. Yeah, yeah. He was he was with that, and it looks awesome. I took pictures of that of his jacket, and I sent it to Izzy, and I was like, "Can you make me a ring jacket that looks like this? Like, because I just like the style of it. Yeah. It's really fucking cool." Um, shout out Fuerza Gear. Yeah, shout out Fuerza Gear. <clears throat> and so he was getting stopped every like ten oh, yeah. minutes, get uh, with people taking pictures of him, and I'm like, I was like, hell yeah, dude. I've had people who their hurdle to cosplay is they're worried about essentially getting quizzed as they walk around with it. I understand that, too, because like, but I feel like like that used to be like my my fear for fear of fandom. And I'm at the point now where I'm I. I used like, to be bitch. A f- I'm not Wikipedia. Look, it I, up. I used to be afraid of not be like not not being knowledgeable and I. It took me a while to realize it, but sometimes you just don't know shit. And it's okay to admit that you don't know something. Yeah. I mean, like, how else are you supposed to experience things for the first time? Can you remember those? The, you have these experiences that you look at in your life where you, and somebody has them later. And I am envious of them having that experience for the first time. They are learning something that I already know. Yes. And, and so it's something excellent that you're going to carry with you for the rest of your life. You should be happy that somebody's catching up to where you are. Open that gate, buddy. We're all open. Yeah. I like there's so many times like like people will be like you'll ask them like, "Oh, like have you heard of this?" and they're like, "Uh, no, but like I've heard of them, but I I know this." It's oh, like they don't God. want to admit that they don't know, and it's like it's okay. Like it's totally you ever see fine. That, that Jimmy Kimmel bit where he goes to like Lala and asks people about fake bands. Yeah, it's like that. I it's so cringy. Yeah. But like I've I it's extra cringy because I've been that I've been that dude who just couldn't who couldn't have not seen the movie that everyone saw. Yeah. No, I, I, it's me as well. Yeah. And, and like I I'm, I feel like I'm much happier just like 
being willing to admit that I don't know something. I'm so sorry I, I didn't it. see Kingdom of the Ass Pirates on opening weekend. Sorry. Yeah. I couldn't get tickets. And I didn't have the inclination. So don't even worry about it. <laughs> um... Oh, C2E2. C2E2. So C2. I distract, I'm, I'm distracting because I'm no, so you're handsome great. and alluring. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm sitting across the room from you. Yeah, I know. It's just too much. If there's if it's any closer, whoo, watch out. Sparks. <laughs> um, so we were there, and there was a giant uh, like setup of the, the ship from One Piece, and they had a whole... The Thousand Sunny. Hell yes. yeah. And they had so much like stuff to like look at, like like things like replica stuff from the yeah. show and it was really cool um and i was talking to castro about it i'm like it's pretty cool that like like one piece has been around for like fucking ever yeah. and like i feel like in the last five years i feel like it's starting to blow up like more mainstream i agree and i couldn't attribute it to anything in particular other it's, than people it's talking awesome. about it i think it's, I mean, it's just awesome. And I don't know anybody who stops watching One Piece, who like picks it up for at least a year and is like, eh, I gave up on that show. I don't know anybody like that. No, it's just like if you stop. That's how I feel about the news. I'm like, eh, I gave up on that show. Mm. I feel like I knew what was going to happen. I feel like uh, with like with me with One Piece, every time like, I, I start and stop it, it's not because I don't want to keep watching yeah. it. It's just like life gets in the way it's a lot you start watching something else dude just... i gave a summer in my 20s to watching one piece and i'd fucking do it again it's awesome i'm like i'm i've started re not rewatching, but picking up where i left off yeah recently where are you in it i i'm really early on still i just finished the part where they're fighting that dude with the giant sword on the sh like the ship with all the cooks. Oh, okay. You're right after the Barati restaurant. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And, Zoro, and Zoro fights fights him with yeah. his three swords, which is fucking sweet. Yeah, you're about to get to some awesome shit. Nice. Yeah. Um, you're still in the friggin' East Blue. Hell I yeah. I know. I'm very. I'm really, really early on. Still. Yeah. Um, but I. Uh, it's so it's funny tough, though. People are always telling you like, oh, once you get past this. Then you're going to be hooked forever. And I, I I looked at it, and that's like 39 episodes. Yeah. But I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm a bit like, oh, God, I'm going to nerd out here. I'm always a big proponent of, like, if you can get through Arlong Park, which is where they pick up Nami, then, like, you're going to be hooked for life. And that's, yeah, that's like 40 episodes in. It takes a minute. But it's good. Like, yeah. it's, 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 and when uh, it was recommended to me. It was from a friend that that also was a big Dragon Ball person, and he was basically he basically described it to me. It's Dragon Ball Z, but they're pirates, sorta. And I was like, that was like his bare bones like pitch, and I was like, sold, sorta, because I love pirates, and obviously Dragon Ball Z is sick. Like Dragon Ball is super episode is super like arc by arc though. Yeah, and One Piece is emphatically not. I just recently. Um, because I I've been reading a lot of comics and stuff through my my tablet. Good man, I just I love them. I just can't I just can't keep buying the physical media. It's just it's, space. It's, there's no space. Yeah. I, so doing it doing it digitally is incredible. Um, I have an app that I think it's called Viz. Um, and Viz it's media, yeah. For for reading manga, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I've watched I've watched Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super. I've I'm watched, caught up on My Hero Academia. I've fact, watched yeah. I've watched all of it. Oh, I love My Hero. That's well. so good. Um, I've watched it all multiple times over, and, but I was like, I've never read the manga for it. Mm -hmm. So I the last month or so, I've I read 
all of Dragon Ball. I've read all of Dragon Ball Z, and I'm in the middle of Dragon Ball Super now, and it's 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 incredible because a lot of it is obviously the same from yeah. the show from yeah. watching it, but there are a lot of things in the manga that is like significantly different than what they show in in the anime, and I think it's cool. It like adds it adds more detail. And I always appreciate the both because if there's one thing that I love anime for, especially shown in anime, is that that fight scene, that one you guys built up the manga to for like episode, like you know issues and issues and issues. That splash panel, splash panel, splash panel over. Dragon Ball is the most guilty of this. <laughs> of just like this fight was four pages, you know. Yeah. And I I want nah man, I want to see him flying all over the place. I want to see counter counter, blow, big move, big move, big move. I want to see that shit. God, and then some of them like like the like the fight with Frieza and and Goku. Yeah, is like four hours long oh yeah it just i love just i, I love frieza getting pissed off like this should have blown up right now yeah, and, and the me point. the audience who's watching this on wb when i get home for school is going yeah this is taking a freaking while what's going on dude like geez guys i mean like you said this would blow up in an hour it's been 50 episodes of this ball burning its way through namek <laughs> Yeah, but C two E two was was so fun. Oh yeah, that I bought <laughs> I bought a bunch of artwork. Um, we that's like Nicole and I like we love spending our money on art. Like that's that's like our thing that we like doing together. Good, and we get so much weird shit that most of it is like, oh, this is what we're gonna decorate the house with. And specifically, we 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 actually found a lot of we both we both love Mothman. Oh, dude, yeah, Mothman. And so we found a lot of Mothman-inspired artwork that we were like, we're going to have a whole Mothman wall now. I haven't been to the museum. I think you have. Yep, in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Oh, God, I want to go so bad. I know I want to go, go to that festival. We do, too. So if, like, if you want to, if you guys want to yeah, yeah, yeah. plan a trip. When is that, anyway? I think it's like the first weekend. It's like it's in the beginning of September, so I don't think... Mothman Fest. Send us tickets, and we will pump the crap out of you. We'll do it. I'll go to West Virginia. It's like the most beautiful part of the country, anyway. It, it was lovely, like, when we went, like, and there's, like, right off the street there, yeah. the main street where the museum is, like, there's, like, a big, like, gate. Yeah. Like down to the where the river is. Um, I believe it's the Ohio River. And they they built these like giant walls and like like very massive doors on these uh, openings because like I don't know how many years ago, hundreds of years ago, maybe a couple a hundred years ago, it flooded mm -hmm. and the when the water like the when the river like swells, it goes up and it like floods that town. So they built these giant massive walls along the edge of the the town there to like stop the water from like coming up. And I'm like, it looks it looks crazy. It looks I thought like, for sure you were gonna tell me this was to keep Mothman out. No, that'd be sick. <laughs> it it's like it looks like um like like it was like a post-apocalyptic town and this is like the walls they built to keep the zombies oh, like out. in judge dread yeah, yeah it looks sick and also they so they're not just boring walls yeah they painted these beautiful murals Good. on the walls with like native american depictions mm -hmm. of like them interacting with the settlers and stuff and battle pictures and we're just walking around i'm like i'm such a nerd i'm like taking pictures of everything i'm like oh, this dude, is yeah. so cool like Dude, I was just in Berlin. The Berlin Wall is the same deal right now. Like the parts that are open are just like huge mural panels from tons of different artists. It's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, got, well, cool, yeah. cool to look at. I, <laughs> I think we're both imagining the same thing. Mm. <laughs>
I can. It's just so funny to me how that how the, how things transform, and I don't know, and then how th- some things don't. You know, like it's that this thing that that divided a nation that was a symbol of friggin' div- like division is just like, hey man, we got a floating bar next to it. You should come take pictures at night. Oh yeah, it's yeah. just it's uh, their big stadium. I like uh, the night I was leaving town. Tool was gonna be there. And so this is their big Mercedes-Benz Stadium Plaza. And it's just like, yeah, guys, it's Berlin Wall, right? You don't? Okay, yeah, Berlin Wall? No? All right. It kind of like, not like, I don't want to say diminishes it. Is it the demystifies history. it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it makes it feel like a lot smaller in its history. And it's you still got to live in, you know, that was whenever, but like you still got to live in your town. You know, yeah. you, you don't get anything from. Can you imagine? You're just like, yeah, man, I don't know. Maybe we should just leave it up. I mean, it's been there, you know, forever. I guess it's kind of like like downtown Chicago where the water tower is. Yeah, it's kind of like people probably drive past it all all day. And like some people probably have no idea what the fuck it is. Oh, yeah. Like the significance of it. Or that it was like the only thing that was still up over there. Yeah. It's kind of. Yeah, it's interesting. You got it. I mean, physical representations of your history is so important. You know, I'm not going to say every statue is worth it. We know how that is, but like, yeah. you know, like remembering that something's happened. I'm not saying glorify it, but I'm saying remember. Just documenting it. I yeah. Like now, nowadays, because we have physical or physical media or not yeah. physical media, uh, like digital media yeah. that like a lot of our history can now be like, oh, here's this like fucking PDF yeah. or like a video of something. Well, like I didn't want to go into the Tower of London. I, I can see it. I don't want to be like, and here's where this guy was tortured. And here's where this guy was left forever. And he was probably just a political prisoner, but they forgot about him. I don't want I don't want to I don't want to know that. That's so sad. <laughs> that is kind of insane. Yeah. I just all these all these, you know, enormous American tourists wearing a shirt that looks like a flag walking around being like, look, honey, that's where the guy was in prison. Isn't that amazing? Get the Polaroid. <laughs> kids go 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 uh, in the stick your head in the gallow i'm gonna stick i'm gonna set the timer you sit you pretend like you're a political prisoner who hasn't been fed in 20 days <laughs> well speaking of history yo well okay. Okay, here's, here's a good segue all right now i don't know exactly how to segue this into this <laughs> but you started it anyway you, you're you and your family yes Played an integral part in the creation of the pinball machine. Yes, that's correct. Uh, my great explain this. <laughs> uh, my great grandfather was uh, David B. Gottlieb, who was working at a bumper pool company at the time. Who also owned an amu- you know it was an amusements company, and bumper pool was their main deal. And uh, pinball at the time was essentially like uh, it was like a pachinko machine on a thirty degree angle. So you just you you know you pull the pin. And you'd hit the ball, and it would go up, and it would go in like a little circle, and it would land in a hole. And that was the end of your pinball game. And David, my great-grandpa Dave, thought, well, that's boring. This is over so quickly. You're putting your, I don't know, I'm going to say hay penny or shilling or some other insanely small amount of currency <laughs> into the machine. And it's just done in a second. That That's even a Nickelodeon, you know, you get to watch it for a while. And, and he, this was like what, like around what time? Did this was think? probably the twenties, thirties, uh, nineteen. We're in the twenties now, so yeah, the nineteen twenties, nineteen thirty. It was last year. Still great grandfather. He's uh, two hundred and six. No, um, <laughs> no, uh, and he invented the uh, both the the bumpers that go down 
um, you know what I'm talking about. You hit them and the you hit the ball up and the bumpers go all over. <laughs> yes, exactly. And he also invented the flippers uh, at the bottom so that the game kept going, and that effectively invented modern pinball. And that was the you might see in old movies or if you go to the Galloping Ghost, which you should totally go to the Galloping Ghost. Yes. You will see uh, DB Gottlieb and company, and that's our machines. That's pretty yeah. nuts. Yeah, I don't have any of them. Everyone always asks. That's always the follow-up question. Do I don't, you have any? Yeah, I don't have. Like, what, what do you want one? I, like, I'm just giving them out as like Christmas presents. Oh yeah, man. Like, I, I gave everybody a pinball machine from this year. Everybody gets one. That's kind of nuts too. Like considering yeah. how, uh, like for a long time, and I would say like pinball machines are still popular in their own like niche. Uh, uh, they community go th- they go through like resurgence every now and then they, they they still make brand new ones all the time yeah and but there was a time when like pinball machines were like the top shit yes. when you go to an arcade and like i feel like it also like blew it up too when like they started doing licensing for like movies yeah. and like my whatever. uncle alvin was uh, my uncle alvin worked over there and he was a guy who would try to get the licenses to make new pinball machines and uh that's how uh, any of the movie ones from back then ended up getting made that's so cool because yeah. like those are like that's what people collect them for exactly that's what they want man and i have a, a a buddy of mine he used to do he used to be the photographer at the resistance pro shows and he does he shoots photos for concerts all over the chicagoland area too his name's mike vinicor hey what up mike shout out mike he is a avid pinball machine collector he has a bunch of them at his house um so yeah he probably would mark out if he met you i guess oh yeah <laughs> I mean, like, I got nothing to do with it, but like, man, I used to, I remember going to see my grandfather and, uh, I miss him, but like, I remember going to see that and he would, uh, he would turn the numbers over. He would do so good at the machine that the numbers would reset back to zero and he'd just keep going while I, I sat there having gone out a turn ago <laughs> being like, yeah, no, you really showed me grandpa. That's crazy. Cause like pinball is kind of hard. Yes. You know about the, the, the federal suit against it that one time, right? No. It's- oh Yeah. I don't remember the year, but they uh, they tried to say they government tried to say that pinball was like gambling and that you couldn't have all these kids going out there or dropping money but, and trying to gamble at these machines. And the pinball argument, the company's argument was, uh, A, you don't win anything. So yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But B, it is a skill game. It is a pure competition of skill. And they brought a machine that the government chose and an employee from the pinball company went there in front of Congress and was like, all right, where do you want me to put the ball? And showed them that, like, it is, in fact, a controllable skill game and not gambling. That is insane. Yes. There's got to be, like, a documentary about pinball machines, right? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, there's a, there's there's more than one museum, so there's got to be at least some pinball. I'd love to see Ken Burns pinball, you know? <laughs> ah, yes. Flippers, paddles, wheels, and that shiny silver ball. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, though. We could not get the Who music for this, so just imagine that it was here. We cannot afford Pinball Wizard. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, you're. That's. Oh, I don't want anyone to think I'm good at pinball because of this. I am not. You're not good at pinball. No, I'm okay. Like I'm. I'm. I'm completely average in every way. <laughs> but like, hey. I, it's not in the blood. That's that's interesting. I'm. Yeah, I'm not. I would never say that I was good at pinball. Like, I don't know. I don't even, I mean, I don't know. Is don't anyone know asking people. you to be really? I don't know. Maybe. Do you have a favorite pinball machine? Um, there's a really cool one at, um, replay. Yeah. 
in Lincoln Park here in Chicago. It is a Creature from the Black Lagoon one. Oh, I know that one. That one's pretty good. That one's pretty cool. Uh, like the Adams Family is a really good one. The Adams Family Values game. I've always loved that one. Nice. Uh, Attack from Mars, the one with the ship in the middle. Oh, shit. That one's really good. And uh, 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 my partner's favorite is the Magic, uh, the Magic Show or the Magic Theater. That one just had so much cool stuff going on. I love those multi-level ball moves over here. Now you're playing with like another smaller pinball machine inside of the pinball yeah, machine. Yeah, th- love like the, those. The tracks that run in the inside. Uh, like, they're God. so intricate. And there's just something. This goes into God. We're sounding so old today. This goes into that that just joy of interacting with physical media. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like having a record or a CD or in this case, a pinball machine of just like, look, there's the thing doing the thing. It like makes it. It's a simple joy. It's like, I don't know. It's like it's it feels more real when you can like touch it. Yeah. And, like, do things with it. Just and, like where you're fingering those buttons and flipping those switches. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I can never take it serious. You know me. <laughs> um. Yes. I don't know what else we had. Oh yeah, Twitter. Twitter wasn't hot for old Jason Midas. No, no Twitter. Questions. Just trying to get out there as a manager. If you're looking for a guy who can talk, you've heard me talk, so now you know I can do it. Hire <laughs> me at the Jason Midas on all social media. <laughs> oh, that's right. Shameless self promotion. That's what we do. Yeah, we. That's that's the name of the game. I mean, speaking of, I mean, I just yeah, let's just get a cheap plug in here. We got we got freelance wrestling at Emporium coming up September first. Yes. Yes, yeah, September first, twenty twenty two. Depending on when you're listening to this, this would be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. We got on the show. We sold out all of them. The bar is really happy. And maybe this is the month that somebody jumps off a taco truck. We don't know. Oh, yeah. They've been asking about that. They're like, can someone... Is everyone going to Jeff Hardy off of that thing? Uh, if you want. Yeah. You... No, I was about to make a really off-color joke. I'm not going to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, all I'll say is it's at a bar. Uh... <laughs> Dude, I'll bring it back. Uh, I'm going to bring it back to the C2E2 talk. Yes, yes. Do it. Uh, because C2E2 was, C2E2 was awesome. It's a, good con. it's a good con. It's really grown into a wonderful little convention. Yeah. Little. No, actually, good size convention. What am I saying little? It's massive. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm not a big Funko pop collector. I, the only ones I do collect are the Dragon Ball Z ones. I see them. You can't see them here in the office, but they're great. Uh, those are the only ones I collect now, but, uh, there was a pop that I saw there that I was very tempted to make an offer on, um, in there. It's very rare. It is a San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive one from Mm. like 2007. Damn. I was going during that time. And it is a it's a Mars Attacks Martian, and it is very expensive. He was selling it for twelve hundred dollars. I always forget that's a Tim Burton movie. Yep, that's that, that's one of my favorite it's, films. It's Tim Burton and Danny Elfman, so it's 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 all of it. But man, is it a fun movie? You got that tattoo? I do. I got a, I got a tattoo that Jen Doe did, right? Yep. Yeah, Jen did. Shout out Jen. Um, and I have a bunch of, oh, you can't see them right now. That's but right. I have a be, bunch of figures. Be associates with me. I'll shout you out on podcasts. I've got, <laughs> I've got a bunch of the, the Mars attacks figures. Uh, I actually just bought, oh, that is not it. I don't know where I put it. Whatever. Describe it. It is, uh, the female, the Martian in the one that walks into the white house. Yep. Yeah. I have that one now as well. So that's pretty cool. And my the cast of that movie too. It's so stacked. Danny DeVito's in it. Martin Short. Martin Short. Michael J. Fox. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Um, Is Parker Posey in that too, I think? I don't remember. Maybe. I don't know, but man, that movie's Jack so good. Jack Nicholson. It's so good. 
It is it's it's it is like almost a crime how stacked that movie is. <laughs> like it's like how did you get away with doing this? I love the movie? critics being shitty to it because it's just like, oh yeah, this is a movie we're taking seriously. This is a super serious movie. You can't just look at it and have fun. And it's I think fun. It it kind of I think when it came out, it kind of got uh, shit because it came out around the same time that Independence Day did. So yeah, people were like, oh, this is like a parody of that. And it's like, no, this is actually like this is a par- This is a genre piece of like the '60s and '70s panic. You know? I didn't know too. Not and, panic, but you know, yeah, like the hysteria. Yeah, like the day the Earth stood still and stuff like that. Yeah, I didn't know until like recently, like in the last couple of years that the movies were based off of a trading card set what came out yeah like the garbage bail kids yep tops made these cards called mars attacks that they are little they're obviously they're like baseball card size um i know what cards are well like baseball i've cards. seen cards i didn't think they were like big novelty checks um <laughs> that's fair yeah. um they all had have these cool like artwork on it of like different depictions of like martians just like fucking shit up and mm. these came out in the 60s and they caused a bit of an uproar in the sense that they were depicting some pretty violent acts on these cards for kids like people getting burned alive and shit like if you look at it now you're like this, are, this i mean very- i guess but like i also got to remember kids this is what your dad did in the war. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like your dad who took you to, you know, go to that Phillies game also burned a man alive. <laughs> they are. They're they're really cool. And I was trying my damnedest. Once I figured that out, I was like, well, now I have to own every single one of these cards. Well, I mean, I, I, I hate to remind you again, but everything you steal is free. True. Yeah. Um, just ask OJ. The, uh, uh, <laughs> the the original run of those cards are very expensive. I imagine. But but I found anus. a person online a part on eBay was selling the entire set, but they did a re-release nice. of them. So I'm like, cool, I'll fucking buy all these cards. Like I don't care that they're not the original ones from the 1960s. They're they they're the same designs yeah. uh, on it. And I want to I gotta find a a way to I want to display them all. Bless that, you. That was Castro. Um <laughs> I wanna d- display them all in uh like in like like a card protector yeah. I, i've seen it before they have like baseball cards but i need to find it like specifically with the amount of cards um from the the set and i'll have to show them to you sometime please do they are they're really cool looking um but yeah i had no idea that it was based on that but then when you watch the movie it says like in the credits like based on the trading cards from tops i had no like, idea what right over my head man back the <laughs> I picture them as Pokemon cards, too. Yeah. Like, this one burns you alive. Ah, I'll use two energy for that. <laughs> I went full Danhausen with that voice. That was pretty That was pretty good. <laughs> I didn't mean to be Danhausen, yet here we are. I saw him at the convention. I imagine. I, I saw the picture with him and uh, Sasha Banks, yeah. It was very good. And uh, I made sure to get Nicole a picture with him. Yes. She was very excited to meet Danhausen. Very photogenic. Very, very evil. <laughs> Oh, God. He says all of his stuff was based on Conan O'Brien, and uh, I love Conan, so I'm happy to hear that. Oh, yeah. If, like He said like if Conan was possessed by a demon. Which, which is uh, I'm good. not convinced that didn't happen. He doesn't... His, his documentary isn't called Can't Stop, Won't Stop for No Reason. This is true. I love that. I love that idea that like people are, have a, a spirit in them, and they're just horrified at how horribly you're maintaining your body. 
Just, <laughs> just like, ah, oh, man. No, no, you need to get up and do evil. Stop mainlining reigns and friggin' eating nothing but hostess, you, you fucking dick. No, demon. It's my comforts. I need them. Shut up, demon. You need to be encouraging me to do this. I'm not going to get into politics. I got to take a dump today. <laughs> same God. thing. Six to one, half a dozen the other. Politics, taking a dump. All the same. God, how about that shit? Literally. Hey, um, what up? Of the FBI raiding Trump's house. I know, right? How and like, great is that? But how great is it that like there's all these people now that are like, defund the fbi this is not fair and i'm like, like where were you when they were blowing up the black panthers they're bu- abusing their power and it's like the same people that were like talking shit about like people that were uh, saying like defund the police and yeah all this is a uh, police brutality no, they're, they're just stuff. they're just latching on to whatever soundbite they freaking hear it's the same reason they thought kneeling against police brutality was the same thing as like well my brother's in iraq and that's a flag it's the yeah. same shit. You just you just hear they just hear a little soundbite and they're like, I'm just going to parrot that for malicious intent. But like this is the same dude who in 2018 was like, well, why would you plead the fifth if you didn't have anything to hide? Pleading the fifth because Pleading he's got something fifth. to hide. And my favorite part about this, and I don't want to go off on a huge tangent no, so I don't get friggin' murdered um, for this. I'll get murdered for something else uh, that I deserve. But but <laughs> that that like immediately he was like well the fbi probably planted stuff in my house implying that there is definitely stuff you shouldn't have had in that house wow like you told on yourself Incri- immediately incriminating himself you might like you might as well say like well there's nothing on that computer you better not check it <laughs> no like i i love i love that they cl- they corroborated that he was flushing documents down the white house toilet Really? Even though these were things that were printed out for him to read. So it's not like they stopped existing. Yeah. They only were printed so you could read them and then you didn't. And then you flush them down the toilet. What an and idiot. I'm just like, dude, what? Man, I hope someday I'm as unaccountable. That'd be great. <laughs> if I could just walk into a club and slap the bouncer and say I never did it and everyone would believe me. That'd be great. Hey, stranger things have happened, right? Stranger things season four. Has Hell happened. Yeah. It is. It has happened. It was great. I haven't seen that one yet. I'm, I'm. I just finished the third season, and so I'm gonna watch the fourth one. As I, as as we've been over, I have way too much anime and wrestling to watch. That's fair. It's just so it's, much. You gotta squeeze it in. I well, I usually squeeze it out, but you know. E. Hey, we're back to that. But, <laughs> um, so at, usually at the end, at the you're gonna wrap the, this up on I'm, a shit joke. I'm oh, wrapping man. it up on a shit joke. You know what? That's that's gonna be the story of my life as well. <laughs> It'll be. I'm just gonna be there on my deathbed, and they'll be like, "Tell me, Jason." How was your life? And I'll be like, I don't like that question for starters, but pull my finger. <laughs> uh, usually at the end, though, I, I like to leave it open for anything that you want to plug, promote, put over, anything at all. The floor is yours, my friend. Oh, man, I should have prepared something. Uh, I, I am trying to get out there as a manager, so I'm going to self-promote myself. Uh, you can find me at uh, all, all over social media at the Jason Midas. I have nothing to do with mufflers. Don't even worry about it. Um, Freelance is a bunch of great stuff coming up that you should see. Um, my partner is in an excellent burlesque show on the 27th uh, with P.S. Burlesque. So you should go see that. Um, and for, <laughs> I mean, hell, go watch One Piece. I know you got time. Fuck yeah. If you don't got, to, if you got time to do it, watch One Piece. And if I can uh, promote anything at all, um, my favorite music right now is by Nala and Baby Weight. And you should go check them out on uh, on all over social media. They are excellent. I wish I had prepared more stuff to promote about me. I just could use some more stuff going on. And uh, that's up to you, the listener. 
to because because I'm not because I can't book me, but you can. <laughs> that's good though. No, that that's perfect. And uh, uh, we'll play. What do you say, Nala? And, Nala, and uh, the other one is Baby Weight. But yeah, and we'll, we'll play one of those songs here at, yeah, at the end of the podcast. We just I just saw Zoo with the Aragon. They were great, and Valentino Khan recently also there. All good. Uh, I love that. Go out and support independent music go out there support independent wrestling and go out there and support independent friends by paying them full price for their art yes i believe that i believe in that as well yes all right nick thank you for having me on this show that we never said the name of my violet tendencies podcast that's okay <laughs> I'm gonna they book. know they know where they're at it's true if you if you are enjoying this podcast go listen to some other ones i'm sure there are several in the pike that are previous episodes that i'm sure you would love to hear and then more of them from me in the future. Yes. Eyebrows, eyebrows, <laughs> leaning, leaning. <laughs> Definitely. All right. We're going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Jason, for coming. Absolutely. Oh, one more thing. If you want to be a professional wrestler, go check out the Freelance Wrestling Academy. Please. <laughs> we need well, We don't. Well, yes, come. The industry needs you. <laughs> the industry needs you. Oh, <laughs>